Lord, we thank you right now, Father, for your promise is here. Your promise is here. Lord, we thank you for all your promises. For you, all your promises are yes and amen. And Lord God, today, we thank you for the promise of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. For Lord, it is here. Hallelujah. So Lord, I decrease that you would increase, Lord. And Lord, today, may you bring clarification, justification, and illumination to us today in the name of Jesus. And we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. And we say amen. 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 Once again, God has moved and spoken through the prophetic. Hallelujah. I thank God for how he moves in our midst. It is so awesome. You know, and the thing about it is we should always appreciate what he does in our midst. It is so authentic. And I thank God that he has an authentic move in our midst every time we come together. Amen. And um, it, it's just so precious. It's so precious. And I just thank God for it. And so today, as even as the prophetic uh, went forth today and, and talked about the promise, we're going to talk about the Holy Ghost again today. Hallelujah. But the Holy Ghost is the promise. Amen. He is the promise. And Jesus said, I must go that the comforter may come. Amen. And so today we're just going to take a journey through a few scriptures so that we have clarification on the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so today we're going to look at First uh, John 5, 7, and we're going to travel through a few scriptures. So have your electronic devices, paper, or actual uh, hard copy Bible ready um, so that we can journey through these scriptures. Amen. 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 So we're just talking about the characteristics of the Holy Ghost. And first John five and seven, it talks about the Holy Ghost um, in verse seven. It says, for there are three that bear record in heaven, the father, the word and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And when we look at the Holy Ghost, he is a part of the Trinity. And a few weeks ago, we talked about Jesus doing things in, in three days. We talked about him talking about his death, burial, and resurrection three times. And there was a whole lot of representation of the number three during uh, the whole journey of Jesus Christ. And one of the things that we find out is it is representation of the Trinity. When we think about it, when we look at it, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit is also three. And so the Holy Ghost is now the third part, the third part of our uh, uh, the, the complete and the, and, and the totality of who God is. And we see the Holy Ghost now has come in the form uh, of a spirit that fills us, that dwells on the inside of us. He is someone that, that will walk with us, that will talk with us, that will talk to us. And as we go on through the characteristics of the Holy Spirit, we will see all the things that he can be to us. Now, I, I'm telling you that it is a personal experience. Many times people hear this and, and, and think, well, how can uh, uh, 
he be all that to me, but it's through your journey, it's through your walk, it's through your you being connected, you being um, uh, 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 having the impartation um, that Jesus Christ has now left that he sent someone to help us along the way. So one of the things that we find out is that the Holy Spirit is the Holy Ghost is a keeper. And we talked about that on last week as well, that the Holy Ghost is the keeper. The Holy Ghost is the one that helps keep us consistent, that helps keeps us on a level plane. You know, a lot of times we get saved and receive the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. And one of the things we find out is sometimes we're up and sometimes we're down and it's hard to be consistent. But with the power of the Holy Spirit, he gives us the drive. He gives us the determination. He gives us the, the stamina to be consistent. And one of the things that you'll find out is you can tell when people have the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost will prompt you, the Holy Ghost will push you to do things that you wouldn't normally do yourself. And so the Holy Spirit gives us that, I'm going to put it this way, he gives us an extra edge. The Holy Spirit gives us that extra edge. He gives us that, that, that extra oomph. He gives us that extra energy. Because see, when we do things in our flesh, when we do things outside of the realm of the Spirit, it's hard for us to maintain it. But with the power of the Holy Spirit, he gives us the ability to maintain a level of consistency that will help us go on and go through the journey ahead. Amen. And so we find out not only that he is part of the Trinity, but we also find out that he is the comforter as found in St. John 14, 26. In 14 and 26, he says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the father will send or has sinned in our case, will send in my name. This is Jesus teaching. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said to you, the Holy Spirit, uh, the Comforter, the Holy Ghost will teach all things. He will teach us how to love our neighbor. He will teach us how to love our brethren. He will teach us how to love our enemies. Because see, Jesus talked about it that we should love our enemies. And so the, uh, uh, the Holy Spirit will teach us how to do that. Uh, and he will even teach us uh, how to live on a daily basis. Uh, it is amazing the many things, the many aspects of life that the Holy Spirit can teach us. Amen. So he is the comforter who has come to comfort us, who has come to teach us, hallelujah, that, that we will know and understand what God has designed for us. And then also in John 15, St. John 15 and 26 as well, it says, but when the comforter is come, whom I will send from the father, even the spirit of truth, which proceeded from the father, he shall testify of me. And ye also shall bear witness because ye have been with me from the beginning. 
The Holy Spirit will also give testimony of Jesus Christ. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, when you have the Holy Spirit, when you operate in the Holy Spirit, it can't help but testify to the evidence of Jesus Christ. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you can't help but 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 show the evidence that that Jesus Christ is real. When you when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, there are just certain things and certain phrases and certain words that will trigger the Holy Spirit and get you excited about the evidence of of Jesus Christ. So the Holy Spirit is not only a comforter, but he also bears witness to Jesus Christ. And moving moving right along for as many are as led as, as found in Romans 8.14. He is a leader. He leads us in Romans 8.14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. These are the sons of God. When we are led by God, we these are the sons of God. And it's always so amazing to me when I hear people say, well, I was led by the Lord and the, the Lord led me here and the, the Lord led me there and the Lord led me to do this. The Lord led me to do that. But has what you said that the Lord has led you to do lined up with the word of God? Many people are saying, using God as an excuse that he led me to do this and he led me to do that. But does it tie into the word of God? Has God's leading you uh, tied into the word of God? Has it, has it, has it, get, bear, bear, has it borne witness to what uh, uh, Jesus Christ had said? Because see, also the Holy Spirit brings back to our remembrance those things that he has taught us. So are we truly being led for many, for as many as are led by the spirit of God or the sons of God? Are, are we truly a son of God today? Hallelujah. Are we truly a son of God? Have we allowed the, the Holy Spirit to lead us? The, the Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth. The Holy Spirit will lead. He will order our steps. He will guide us. Are we truly being led? First Corinthians, first Corinthians two fourteen through 16, it says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him. <laughs> I can give many examples of that, nor can he know them because they are spiritually they are uh, because they are are spiritually discerned. But he who is uh, spiritual judges all things. Uh-oh, don't judge me. But he was spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that they may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Can you put your hand on your head and say, we have the mind of Christ. It is amazing to me in this generation, this season, this time, we hear so many people say, don't judge me, don't judge me, don't judge me. But what is happening is they are feeling the judgment of God that's in the earth. And when you carry the power of the Holy Spirit, when you carry the power of the Holy Spirit, judgment comes into the room. It's not necessarily that you're judging but it's just the spirit of God that comes into the room the word of God that's on the inside of you the 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 things that you've been studying the things that you've been reading a lot of times when people look at you and they know that you're a believer they already thinking you're judging them 
But it's not that we're judging them. It's just that we live a lifestyle that's different. We live a different type of life. We, we just live differently. And because we live differently, it makes people feel uh, uncomfortable. And people begin to feel uncomfortable when they find out that God is somewhere close. Because, see, we need to understand that we may be the only representation of the kingdom of God that many people ever seen. And so the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. And that's one of the, 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 the telltale signs that you will notice is that there are people who uh, uh, that, 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 that will be saved but not necessarily filled with the Holy Ghost and they have a hard time with the things of the spirit realm. It, that, that, that can't be possible. That is weird. I, I, don't, I don't know that, that we necessarily need to go that far. But, but see, we, we need to understand that the spirit realm is more real than the, than the flesh that you walk in. You, you, are, you are a spirit being along with the physical being that you're operating in. So the natural man has a hard time receiving things of the spirit. See, it just doesn't make sense uh, for me to uh, um, abide by the laws of the land because, I mean, that just, you know, the, the, the leaders of the land aren't, aren't, aren't abiding by them. Why should I? And, and, and it just doesn't make sense that, you know, I should love my enemy because, you know, they, they are saying all matter of evil against me. They're doing all kind of things against me. But why should I do that? But when you're spiritual minded, when you when you're, when, when you operate in the things of the spirit, you understand that everything is for a reason. You understand that Jesus in, in his journey was persecuted. He was offended. Uh, he said that people didn't like me. People offended me. Offenses will come. So so he understood that, that, that things would happen. And he also said that they would happen to us. And a spiritual, a, a natural man will not understand that. A natural man would not understand why you would let somebody talk to you crazy like that. A, a natural man would not understand why, you, you know, you, you do the things that you do. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't calculate. It's not one plus one. Because, see, in the kingdom of God, one plus one can equal anything. But in the, in the, in the natural realm, one plus one is just one. See, in the, in the natural realm, there, there, was a, there was an explosion that caused all of this. But in the spiritual realm, God, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. In the natural realm, everything is birthed out of scientific evidence. But see, in the kingdom of God, the spiritual man understands that that, the, that, that, that faith is the, the substance of things, the substance, the very substance of everything that was created was created on the basis of faith. So a spiritual man understands that there is something that can be made out of nothing, that chaos can be set in order because he is a spiritually minded man. I'm supposed to just teach today, but I can't help it. You need to understand the difference between a natural man and a, and a spiritual man, a spiritual man understands that, hallelujah, that things can happen that are totally out of their control. 
And it's all by faith. It is all by faith. And so the natural man has a hard time even dealing with faith. I even said it last week because faith is faith means that I got to be out of control. Hallelujah. I can't control the things that I want to control because in faith I can't control anything. I just got to give it over to the Lord because faith is the substance of things hoped for. So if I'm hoping for something, I got to get out the way. I got to let God do it. I got to lose control. I got to lose my mind. If I'm operating in faith, hallelujah, I got to move in a way that God would have me to move. If I'm moving in faith, hallelujah, I got to stop looking at what I see. Hallelujah, I got to stop looking at what's not there. I got to stop looking at what resources I think I can get my hands on. When I'm moving in faith, hallelujah, I'm spiritually minded. I'm spiritually remembering about the things that Jesus did. Because see, he said the Holy Ghost will bring back to our remembrance. So when I'm spiritually minded, I can look back and see that Jesus and the disciples had two loaves of bread and five fishes. Did I say that right? Hallelujah. And so today we need to understand that even as he lifted that up, he blessed it in faith, knowing that when he brought it back down, Hallelujah. He knew when he poured it back down. Hallelujah. That there would be abundance. God will take nothing and make something out of it. And see, that's what confounds the natural man, the foolish man, the foolish things of the world. Hallelujah. God turns it around. Hallelujah. And uses it. But I'm just supposed to be teaching today. I'm just excited about the Holy Ghost. Because see, when you get the Holy Ghost on the inside, you're not natural minded. You don't mind the things that are natural. Hallelujah. We're so uh, the society now is so into natural things and herbs and spices but I tell you what, how many of us uh, have naturally walked in faith? Uh, how many of us have uh, taken a nature walk in faith? Uh, hallelujah, and just believe God for a change uh, and not believe man. Uh, hallelujah, because uh, the things that are impossible uh, for man uh, are possible with God. Jesus said it uh, and I believe it. Uh, so when you have the Holy Ghost on the inside uh, you take what Jesus said Hallelujah. As fact and not fiction. Because see, when the Holy Ghost is moving on the inside, hallelujah, it begins to exude on the outside. That something's different. That you believe a different way. That you think a different way. That you walk a different way. It's not that I'm judging anybody. I'm just on a different journey than you. I'm on a different path. I'm on a path to the King's Highway. I'm headed to a place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, my, my book has been stamped uh, for eternal life. Uh, hallelujah, and I just can't uh, think the way you think, uh, talk the way you talk, uh, walk the way you walk. Uh, I can't even endure to the things that you do. Uh, hallelujah, because the power of the Holy Spirit uh, won't let me. Uh, for the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, he is a teacher. He is a keeper. Uh, he is a comforter. Uh, he is all uh, that I ever need. Uh, he walks with me. He sleeps with me. He lives in me. He uh, he operates in me in ways that nobody else can. It is the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That moves on the inside. My God, my God. 
I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, get this word in your heart. Get them on the inside. Hallelujah. It begins to come forth. It begins to come out. Hallelujah. And God wants us to know how important the Holy Ghost is in this season, in this hour. John 16 and 13 says, however, when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. Everybody say all truth. All truth. truth. Hallelujah. Not just a little bit of truth. All truth. Not half truth. But all truth. All truth. One of the problems that we have in our society today that is there's too many lies, too many smoke screens, too many people playing games. And so the lack of truth is 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 evident everywhere. Nobody wants to tell the truth. And it's so it is so uh, 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 prevalent. It's so easy for people to lie. It's just so easy. I just, I don't, I don't really want people to know my business. So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say whatever. I'm gonna just say whatever. And 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 God is not pleased. God is not pleased. But when you operate in the Holy Spirit, you 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 don't lie. You just you just you just. Do what it is that you need to do. You say what you need to say. You just, you, you just, you just live in truth. You just live in truth. That's my prayer every day that I would live in truth. That I would speak the truth. I, Lord, I don't want to lie. I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be false and phony and fake in front of people. Hallelujah. And and, and a lot of times, I, I I I I just close my mouth because I know people can't even handle the truth. Because as soon as you t- say the truth, they get mad. They get upset over little things. But all we have to do is be truthful. When, we, when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, he, he will guide you into all truth. For, uh, and it goes on to say, for he will not speak in, on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. The Holy Spirit will only speak. Jesus said the same thing. Hallelujah. How much more was the Holy Spirit going to do that? The Holy, the Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father doing. I only speak what I hear the Father saying. And the Holy Spirit is doing the same thing. Yeah. Genesis 6 and 3, I think, is very interesting. Genesis 6 and 3, it says, and my spirit, and the Lord said, and my spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be numbered 120 years. And that was, we know when that was, that was not long after the fall of Adam. And then we move on to Acts 9, when the Holy Spirit moved upon Philip. I'm sorry, Acts 8 and 29. And it said, the spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. And Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, and he answered and said, now he's talking to an Ethiopian. Let me clear this up. He's talking to an Ethiopian. The Holy Spirit led him to an Ethiopian. 
How many of us realize how much the Holy Spirit is willing to lead us to minister to people, to to give the word to people, to to, to give people the light, the, the, the illumination that they need? This Ethiopian was trying to interpret the word on his own and he he had a hard time with it and God sent him. How many of us are willing to say, Lord, send me, I'll go. Lord, send me, I go. And he said, uh, the, uh, the Ethiopian uh, uh, answered him and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And that's all, that's, all, that's all the Holy Spirit sent him to do. Isn't that amazing? A lot of times we feel like God is going to send us to, to preach a dynamic word and a three-point sermon and get behind the pulpit. Lord, send me. I'll go. I'll go if you let me preach in front of hundreds and thousands. Lord, I'll go if you if you let me prophesy and, and people fall out in the spirit. I'll I'll, I'll go if you if you if you if you if it's if you give me a big offering and 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 I, I, Lord, I'll go. But he God just sent Philip to one person because see if God God can send you to that one person and that one person can change. So many people's lives. That one person. Can we be led to the one? Or are we looking for the many? Because when you truly got the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, hallelujah, when you truly have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, you will do whatever it is that God has for you to do. Philip did that. And then Romans 8 and 26, it says, likewise, the spirit also helps in our weakness. Yeah. <sighs> likewise, the spirit also helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit knows when you're down. The Holy Spirit knows when you're low. The Holy Spirit knows when you can't take it no more. The Holy Spirit knows when you didn't had enough. The Holy Spirit knows. The Holy Spirit knows. The Holy Spirit knows. When you have the Holy Spirit on the inside, the Holy Spirit begins to kick in uh, and begins to help us uh, to move uh, to the next dimension. Because many times... Uh, uh, We've gotten to the place where we're, we're ready to give up. We're ready to call it quits. We're ready to throw in the towel. But the, the Holy Spirit is there. I tell you, sometimes uh, uh, things happen so in my life. I just get to the point to where I feel like I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, I'm just so upset. And I feel the Holy Spirit kick in. And, and I begin to pray. I begin to pray in the spirit. Uh, I begin to pray and pray and pray in the spirit because there is just things that I can't even pray the way I want to pray. So I begin to pray in the Holy Ghost because I know that the Holy Spirit is going to begin to uh, uh, soothe that thing, begin to calm me down and begin to help direct uh, my spiritual mind in the direction that it needs to go. And I begin to pray what it is I need to pray because, based on what the Holy Spirit is showing me. Because the Holy Spirit knows what to pray. He knows what to pray. He knows what to pray. And that's why it's so important to have the Holy Spirit active in our lives. 
When I say active, I'm not just talking about coming to church and it being active. I'm talking about it being active on a daily basis. I'm talking about being active on your job. I'm talking about being active in your children. I'm talking about being active in your family. I'm talking about being active in your finances. I'm talking about being active. The Holy Spirit has to be active because if if we don't, uh, I tell you what, one of the biggest things that we're seeing right now in our nation, in in our society is mental health. Issues with mental health. One of the th- things I believe that could keep us that that the keeping power of the Holy Spirit will help us keep our minds. The Bible says, uh, "They that keep their minds on uh, me will be kept in perfect uh, peace." There's there there we need peace in our minds. We need, we need there are so many things that are coming to attack our mind. The battlefield is the mind. If we can get this mind, keep this mind. Hallelujah. The, Jesus said, "Let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus." Let this mind, let this mind. Hallelujah. And so see with the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has the ability to mm, regulate our mind. I tell you some of the things I've been through, uh, some of the things I had to deal with. Uh, hallelujah, I could be in a crazy house somewhere, wrapped up in a straight jacket. Uh, hallelujah. I don't always tell my testimony because uh, some people can't handle it. Uh, hallelujah, what God has brought me through. Uh, hallelujah. But it was the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, it was the Holy Ghost uh, that saw me through. Uh, when I couldn't pray, uh, when all I could do was cry out, Lord, why did this have to happen to me? Hallelujah, why did it have to happen to me? Why did this have to happen now? I called upon the Holy Spirit and he began, hallelujah, to move to regulate my mind, hallelujah, in a way that I was able to handle it. See, he will never put more on you than you can bear. Why is that? Because the power of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside will help you to bears will help you to go through it. I hear so many people say, I can't, I can't. But you know what? I go to Philippians where it says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah. So with Christ, all things are possible. So my mind, my mind, my mind is regulated. And it is kept steady through the power of the Holy Spirit. My God, my God, my God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I see people going through some heavy, heavy, heavy way. And I'm just like, if, if they could just get, if they can just get saved, if they can just get filled, if they can just get, I'm going to tell y'all something. I hope you don't mind. There's a young lady going through some things that I know. And I, I just said, Lord, whatever I can do to help her. And I just begin to, I know the Holy Spirit said, just, 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 just find some churches, some people you know that have churches in the area. I said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I just so happened to get a day off Thursday. And guess what I did? I went and got on the Internet and I talked to communicated to some people, got some church addresses in the area so that the young lady would, would, would have would know some churches to go to. 
Because see, it's not just about Rafa Kingdom Community Church. This is the church at large. There are people that need saved everywhere. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm going to invite people to my church. But see, sometimes you got to know and understand that salvation is so detrimental to some people's life. They just need to get somewhere. She messes me back and said, you just don't know how much this means to me. You don't know how much this means to me. See, we can't. We can't give up. We can't slack. We can't cut corners. We've got to live. We've got to be obedient to the power of the Holy Spirit in every way, form, and fashion. Hallelujah. If he tells us to, 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 to invite somebody to somebody else's church, we got to be willing to do it. Hallelujah. We have to get out of this, my church is the best church mentality. Hallelujah. The church at large is the best church that anybody could ever go to. My God, my God, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit knows what to do. He knows what to pray. He knows what we ought to do. He makes intercession for us. I don't know where I'll be without the power of the Holy Spirit. I just don't know. I don't know. But I thank God. I thank God. I thank God today. I thank God today. That he's a mind regulator. I thank God that he's a keeper. I thank the Lord that he's a teacher. Revelation 22 and 17 says. And the spirit and the bride say come. And let him who hears say come. Let him who thirst come whoever desires let him take the water of life freely today today we've talked about the power of the Holy Spirit and one of the things that that is so powerful about the Holy Spirit is that He's freely willing to pour himself into you. We just got to be willing and open to receive him. We have to be willing and open. And let me tell you something. The power of the Holy Spirit is not just for those who don't have it. Can I say that again? The power of the Holy Spirit is not just for those who have it. The power of the Holy Spirit is for those who already have it as well. Because, see, sometimes there's there needs to be a renewing and a refiring. Hallelujah. So, uh, sometimes we just we just got to be in a position to want more. I'm, I'm always praying, Lord, I need more. I want more. I need more. And I just I just really feel him pouring more and more and more. Lord, I want more. Lord, I need more. I, I, I need whatever it takes uh, to make sure that I can get the job done. Lord, I need more. Lord, I want to be I want to be led by you. I want to be I want I want you to guide me. I want you to. I want you to show me the way, Lord. I want everything to be clear. I want my pathway to be straight. I, I want everything cut off. I want everything taken out of my life that needs to be taken out of my life. I watched Pastor Tracy last week pack up some things that she didn't need. She just put it in this box. Just kept putting stuff in this box. That box had been sitting there for I'm not going to say how long. <laughs> 
but she took stuff out the box and then began to put stuff in the box that she didn't want. And, and um, the, the truth be told, we don't even want the box because the box is that old. And, 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 and the Holy Spirit gave me revelation with that. Many times we're having a hard time getting more of the Holy Spirit because we're not willing to, 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 to take that old stuff and put it in an old box to get rid of the old box. And she was just putting stuff in there and the Holy Spirit was showing me many times God is, is putting stuff in that old box to get rid of the old box, to get it away from us, to get rid of that old man, to get rid of that old stuff, that old mindset, that old perception, the old thought process. He, he's, try, he's trying to get, get us uh, out of that stuff. Uh, he's trying to eliminate some stuff out of our lives, but yet we still hold on. I think I'm going I to wait a little longer on that one. I, th I think I'm away. Instead of us just getting rid of it, instead of us just moving, it was so funny. The box, after she got it all packed, she said, I got everything in it. It was so funny. I, I just hurried up and, and do like I always do. I hurried up and got the box and hurried up and put it in the car because, you know, she's like, she ready to get rid of it. And she said, man, you move that box out of here fast. Because, see, sometimes God surprises us uh, and he gets rid of stuff faster than we think. Yeah. But we want to hold on to I'm going to just hold on to this a little bit longer. And we're wondering why we're not operating in the gifts the way we should be. We're wondering why we don't operate prophetically the way we should. We're wondering why things are happening in our lives the way it needs to be. Because we have not moved out the old. The Lord spoke to me some years ago. Not that many years ago. Maybe two, three years ago. He said, just start getting rid of your clothes. I got talked about so bad when we moved to one time. Dad got more clothes than mom. I said, Lord, have mercy. So I just start pulling clothes out. Have I worn this? Have I worn this? You know, I done got to the point now where I'm looking at my Facebook pictures and said, man, I've worn that shirt for at least six years. Six summers. Six summers I wore that shirt. And you know what? I just start getting rid of stuff just because. I just start getting rid of stuff just because. And this made my closet so much easier to navigate. Just getting rid of because God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory, as it says in Philippians. He shall supply all my needs. So he said, just start getting rid of stuff and see why don't I replace it. And it, and it seemed like every time I got rid of it, he replaced it with most stuff. And, and, and see, we, we're always talking about offering, offering and offering and giving and offering. Hey, how many clothes are you willing to give away? How many, how many shoes are you willing to give away? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because see, when you give, when you give, he's going to replace it. He's going to replace it. He's going to take care. Jesus said, why worry about what you're going to wear on tomorrow? I'm still talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit led me to give my stuff away, and now I still ain't got room. Wow. I still ain't got room. Because he said, I, I shall supply. The birds don't have nothing to worry about. We live on a street called Cardinal Parkway. And I could not figure that out. I'm like, why would they call this Cardinal Parkway? Because there are a bunch of cardinals over there. So for some reason, that area is, just has a bunch of cardinals. I don't know why. But I get to watch the birds as they go to and fro. And there are people that will just put out bird seeds for them. I'm not doing it. I'm not being mean. I just don't want that stuff on my car. I'm just being for real. I don't want I don't like all that on my car because they, they do that, you know, and it's hard to clean up. 
but yet and still I'm, I'm, I'm just one of, of millions of people that may feel the same way but God still provides for them birds them birds still gonna get some food so if, the, if God is going to take care of the birds, why ain't he going to take care of me? I'm talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. You get the power of the Holy Spirit in, in you so much that a simple scripture like seek ye first the kingdom of God and all this righteousness. Because see, that's what he was saying before he said Matthew 6, 33, the prior verses to that. He was talking about how the birds were being cared for. So so he said in the prior verses. So by the time you get to 633, uh, uh, you seek ye first the kingdom of righteousness. Everything else will be added. Quit looking for stuff to come your way and start giving it away. And let the Holy Spirit encourage you and show you where to go to replace stuff so you don't have to pay top dollar for it. When you have the power of the Holy Spirit, you can look good without paying good. Ah, my God. My God. I see people with so many name brand things and all those nice things and stuff like that. But, hey, I ain't got to have it. I ain't got to have it. But it's the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit. Can we be led by the Holy Spirit today? Can we allow God to let him fill us more and more? Just repeat after me. Lord, fill me again and again with more and more and more of the Holy Ghost. Fill me, Lord, again and again. With more and more of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Come on and give God a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And with that being said, we're just going to transition into our, our communion. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the power of the Holy Spirit. We need you, Lord. We need more of the Holy Spirit. We need you. We need you, Holy Spirit. Come to more in our lives today. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you today, Father. We thank you for the elements today. We thank you, Lord God, for the body that was broken. We thank you for the blood that was shed for our sins, Lord. And Lord God, today, we thank you right now, Lord, that you did it for us in the name of Jesus. And we bless this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Reading from 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter. Starting at the 27th verse. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, 
not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason many are weak and sick among you and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. But if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home, lest you come together for judgment, and the rest I will set in order when I come. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to search our hearts. Lord, we pray that anything in our heart that is not like you, that you would remove it. We willfully lay it at your feet. We ask you, Lord, to forgive us of our sins, of uh, forgive us of our trespasses, O oh God, as we forgive others who have trespassed against us. Lord, we want to acknowledge and uh, just honor your sacrifice with a free and clear spirit and so Lord on today we surrender to you oh God every hurt habit and hang up and we receive that you Lord God poured your blood out for us you sacrificed your body for us and we bless you in Jesus name amen for I have received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Please raise your bread. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Uh, just for the sacrifice of the body uh, Jesus gave for us on the cross. We, we just honor that sacrifice. We don't take it for granted. Hallelujah. That his body was beaten, was bruised, and he was hung on a cross. We thank you that he rose on the third day with all power in his hand. So we bless you today, Jesus, for what you've done for us. We bless you that your body, though in no bones were broken in your body. You broke your own body and distributed it among us, oh God, as your heirs and joint heirs. And we thank you for that today, that by your stripes we are healed because of the sacrifice you made for us. In Jesus' name, you may eat. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Lift your cup. Father, we thank you for the sacrifice of blood of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we just acknowledge that your blood is pure that your blood makes us whole, that your blood covers a multitude of sin. Oh Lord, we bless you that your blood is powerful and we don't take it for granted as we drink from this cup as a symbol of the blood that you shared. Let it, Lord, 
permeate every place in our being. Oh, Lord, allow this symbol of your blood to reach places in us, oh God, that we can't reach ourselves. Allow the power of your blood to bring forth wholeness and healing in Jesus' name. Amen. You may drink. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. One day when I was lost, he died upon the cross. <laughs>